Hello, everyone. Welcome to Reiki Radio. I am your host, Yolanda. And today we are going to be talking all about Reiki. And so I am really excited to share this episode with you um, for two reasons. One, because Reiki and this practice is one of my passions. It has changed my life in so many ways. And so I'm very thankful for the opportunity to share um, in any way things that have supported me through the practice of Reiki, but even more sharing the experiences and um, gifts and support that other practitioners are sharing out in the world. Because one thing about this practice is it is very communal, although there are many aspects we can only do on our own. So the beauty of it from my perspective, um, what I like to focus on a lot is that Reiki in of itself helps us to come into right relationship with ourselves. Now, one of the things we all know is that 2020 um, shed a lot of light on so many things for us personally, like what's going on in our lives, what matters for us, a lot of change, a lot of unpredictability. And this caused a lot of us to go into deeper relationship with ourselves, whether we wanted to or not. And because of the practices and um, techniques and principles that I've learned through Reiki, I know that's what helped me really get through that year, but has also, again, contributed so much to my personal relationship with myself, developing that, cultivating more self-love, um, just working on so many layers that we all experience and go through. And so today, the guest that we have is someone that you may recognize if you've been listening to the show for a while. Her name is Parita Shaw. And Parita is a Reiki master teacher, but she has also provided so much content that is available for Reiki practitioners globally. And like me, she is very committed to supporting other practitioners on their paths and making sure that, you know, we all have the support that we need. And like I mentioned a moment ago, Reiki in of itself can be very communal and that I mean, we have built such a beautiful community around this work. And so if you are someone who is practicing that doesn't have anyone in your immediate life that you can connect with, that you can talk to about what it is that you are learning, what you're experiencing, how you're shifting and changing, know that there are communities out there, Reiki practitioners all across the world who come together to share and build and create. So with that said, I do um, mentor a lot of practitioners. Um, I have throughout the years in personal sessions and online classes, but also in a group setting called the Alchemy Circle. So if you are someone looking for some um, energetic mentoring, you can join the Alchemy Circle and you can get more information about that on my website, theenergeticalchemist.com. But today with Parita, you will find that you have more options available as well. She has started a monthly Reiki circle and she has some other content available to support you on your path, which you'll learn about in just a moment. 
So I want to say to all of you, thank you for being here. If you're new to the community, welcome. Those of you who have been around for a while, I thank you so much for continuing to be here, a part of my path and my journey. And I am very deeply thankful to share this conversation with you all today in hopes that it will continue to support you. So enjoy the show and I will see you on the other side. Okay, everyone, welcome to this week's episode of Reiki Radio. This week, we have a returning guest, someone who I absolutely adore, Parita Shah of Parita Shah Healing. Um, Parita, I have to tell you before we start, I was just looking back to the last time you were on the show, and it was almost a year ago to date. (laughs) And last time you were here, you spoke to us about compassionate healing. And that was one of the very last episodes I did before taking an almost year break. So I'm excited to have you back and welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank you for having me back. And uh, it's so funny that the year in between has been the pandemic and such a time where we've been really forced into our practice. No, absolutely. And it's funny. That's one of the first things I wanted to ask you about. Um, For anyone listening, if you missed the first interview, I would say, first of all, go back into the archives and check it out. But Parita is a Reiki teacher, but you also are the creator of Sacred Reiki Chants. And we're going to talk a bit about that because there is so much beautiful content that you have created to support practitioners and in a way that we can all access, especially in these times. So first, I wanted to check in with you about how you navigated 2020 in terms of your practice. Did it make any changes in your business? And were there any things that it altered for you just in your personal practice itself? Yeah, um, I'm so glad that we're having this conversation um, and hopefully people can uh, relate where they can just see how this this practice uh, affects people so differently. Um, but professionally, I it, it didn't alter a whole lot. I was already on this um, path of teaching Reiki and um, I was very much called to work on creating my online platform for the past few years. I always knew that I wanted to write about Reiki and reach people across the board, like around the world with diverse backgrounds. Um, And I knew that I wanted to create these digital products that um, speak to like different parts of the Reiki or the energy healing experience. And I wanted to offer these digital products that are at an affordable price. Um, And then I knew that I wanted to create some courses and teach Reiki um, and also work on training. So that was something that I was kind of working on um, in the background. And then the pandemic just kind of gave me this time to really focus on that. And um, uh, some, some, like I was doing some distance sessions, but I was given a lot more time to focus on like, um, giving my Reiki one manual a facelift and then um, writing my second, the Reiki two manual. And um, so, and it also just gave me a lot of time to reflect on like what kind of a Reiki teacher I want to be. And, you know, like, how do I want to show up? 
it, it made me realize that I wanted to have some sort of a consistent Reiki circle. So I'm like making that happen, trying to show up monthly for this Reiki circle so that there's some consistency and you're not left on your own after a training. Um, so I've been focusing on these different aspects, creating some digital products like eBooks and the meditation album, and then creating an online course and um, also making the circle happen. Um, and also trying to create some resources for teachers, um, like, like possibly publishing the manual in the future so that people can jump right into teaching and they don't have to spend so much time in creating a manual from scratch. Yeah. But personally, it has really challenged me. And um, it was a year where at, at times I felt like I was practicing everything that I knew. And I was just not that feeling that balanced. Um, but I think when you hit those rock bottoms, you, you remember things that you had once learned, but now you're practicing on a deeper level. And it also just helped me to see that like us healers need just as much nourishment as everyone else. And so I was getting professional support in so many different ways. Um, and, and it just like helped me. It's funny because the last episode I was remembering, it was about compassion. And so it feels full circle. Again, I'm back at this point where I'm like, um, okay, be compassionate for everything that you just experienced and for the fact that like you wanted to be in a better place, but you're not. And um, that's okay. And there's like, I don't have to judge that. Yeah. Well, there's so many things with uh, what you shared. I mean, one of the things is that I really want to highlight how you were already working on some things, but I think the um, 2020 for a lot of us, it forced us into a pivot. I mean, for some people, they just freaked out and thought they had no options of what to do in terms of Reiki and like, how can I show up as a teacher and how can I continue to share? But you really uh, made the most of it. I mean, you really have created so many things to support people in their process and their practice. But I wanted to ask you about that too. Like what really inspired you to say, because a lot of people just work locally, you know, it's like, okay, I do my Reiki sessions, I do my Reiki classes, everything is local. But what inspired you to say, like, you know what, I want to connect with as many people as I can. And here are some ways I can do it. Like, what was the real inspiration behind the recent work you've done? Yeah, so um, I, I always felt like the conversation kind of ended with your trainings. And, yeah. um, you know, I, I mentioned this before, I think in the last interview, and I live in New York, but even still, sometimes it's hard to find a local Reiki circle. And um, I, I've definitely been there before where I was searching for like months for a good training or a circle. And like, sometimes the, like you're lucky if you find one and, and like, you know, you just jump on board and you, you just train um, because it's like sometimes the only option. And then sometimes I worry that like there are other parts of the world where, um, you know, these trainings are not so uh, readily available. And, and, and so I think it's so important for us to um, have some resources available um, outside of just uh, the, the trainings. And uh, sometimes we just need uh, like 
weekly inspiration, right? Just because you've learned that Reiki is going to help you one time does not mean that we're going to constantly show up for our practice. Like sometimes you need the social media reminders or um, blogs to inspire you to go deeper into your practice. Um, or even if you've been practicing for years, sometimes you need a gathering of people to inspire you back into your practice. Yeah, that is a really huge thing. And I do want to talk to you about a lot of the, um, again, like being more specific about what you share. So the people who listen can know how to access all of this, because you do write blogs, and you've written so many articles, and then now you have um, all of this beautiful content to support practitioners. But even before we get into that, um, I just want to give a little bit of background of what your journey has been. So, you know, you shared on the previous podcast, what even got you into this work, but I was wondering if you could speak more to the aspect of you were dealing with some um, different health challenges, and then you realized the stress of that was causing more health challenges because of the stress. And I imagine a lot of what you have learned, the different tools, whether Reiki, meditation, all the things you practice, then it would highlight, okay, how do I implement this to help me de-stress, to help support my healing journey on and on and on. So could you talk a little bit about that? Because a lot of people, even if their story doesn't exactly mirror yours, a lot of people just all of a sudden had a lot more stress this year. And you know how that can compound on our healing process. So can you talk a little bit about what you recognized in terms of how you were processing things and then which tools really kind of helped you through the process? Yeah, uh, I think one of the biggest realizations that I had um, in my health journey was realizing that I needed to be happy and feel whole on the inside and then the external reality will match that. So that, that my health would would um, manifest and um, you know my relationships will be influenced by how I am feeling in my mind and my heart and I think that's been like a big lesson that I'm just relearning in this past year that um, you know I have to have many moments throughout the day where I'm completely at my peace and um, and, and then that will result in like a domino effect and it will influence how I'm feeling like physically or how I show up in my relationships um, or my community and like that energetic presence is felt um, you know by clients and by sessions by um, in my training so like in my community in general and it's like felt in every piece of content that I create Oh, that's really beautiful. And I have to say, I mean, because I've obviously seen your work firsthand, and it is like that authenticity comes through. And I always tell people, you know, because I get emails all the time of people asking me, how do I find a teacher? And I always say, like, look at their site, look at what they're putting out and make sure that, you know, they're doing the work as well. And that really is reflected in the content that you provide and what you share. But another interesting thing about you is, you know, again, a lot of the struggles we go through, we may look at it as, you know, like some aspect of the universe beating us up or, oh my gosh, what do I do with this challenge? Now I can't move forward. But you have said that your health challenges actually revealed to you more of your purpose. 
and really have um, pushed you further along on your path. So I wonder if you could talk a little bit about that to help inspire people who may be going through a challenge and are just like, what does this do for me? How does this serve me in any way? Yeah, I think that um, when we go through something and a lot of us have felt alone in our journeys and have felt that, is there anyone out there that is experiencing this? Or um, sometimes we feel like we don't even know where to seek help because um, we, we just wonder, has anyone ever overcome this or is anyone else even dealing with this? And, and then once you do make it just a few steps ahead and not necessarily are in this place of perfection, but you've just um, found a way to, to be a few steps ahead. Um, you can start to share that with other people. And especially in this day and age, it's just so easy. Like it can be on social media. Um, you know, it could be, you can just start a little gathering, like an event in your community. And even if there's just a few people showing up, um, that's such an easy way to start sharing like your story or anything that's helping, even if you could like lead a 10 minute meditation, um, and, and, and I think a lot of us, when we're in this process, we, we often think like, oh, well, anyone can teach meditation. Like, why would anyone come to me? Or why would anyone trust me in their process of healing? And um, I think you've really helped me to see that like some people just resonate with your style. And um, and like I said earlier, like we need more teachers in the world. We need more um, energy healers. Like just because we have more and more energy healers um, coming out all the time you know and, and like teaching sharing um but we also have a lot more people awakening at the same time and especially like in this last year the last couple of years um it's just become so mainstream for people to talk about energy and empathy um and of course like meditation and mindfulness i mean that's just so mainstream now no it's so true and it's interesting like listening to you say that yeah thinking of just how like beautifully even your path has unfolded, right? But I like that you really encourage people to know, I mean, just start somewhere, right? Because I think a lot of practitioners put pressure on themselves of thinking they have to do everything all at once, or everything has to be perfect right up front. So even you giving us that reminder, like, no, it doesn't have to be perfect or pretty at first, or really ever for that matter, but just start somewhere. And you really genuinely have no idea of how things are gonna open up and what will evolve. So just like what you mentioned a moment ago, I just wanna go back and highlight, you did mention how a lot of what you provide is because after taking Reiki class, oftentimes people don't have other resources or they come out of class and then they're like, okay, so what do I do next? So I wanted to ask you, you know, if there are certain aspects of Reiki specifically, for anyone who may be newer to the practice or even took class a long time ago, are there certain elements within the practice that really highlight for you? And whatever those elements may be, like why or how do they support you and how do you think they can help other practitioners? 
Yeah, I think that different aspects kind of come in at different points in our life. And we have like seasons and cycles where, um, you know, sometimes the precepts might just really speak to you and you feel like, okay, I need to work with them daily or even multiple times a day and really just feel that vibration or really bring that into all of my interactions. And then there are other times when, um, you know, hands-on healing is really speaking to you and you need that grounding, that nourishment. Um, and re- I think recently I got into um, chanting and kind of revisited that after some time. And so that, that really helped me to feel more embodied and more present um, and it's really helpful, especially like, I think a lot of us felt like we had difficulty meditating during the pandemic. And um, if the breath wasn't um, able to like calm us down, or we weren't able to uh, keep coming back to the breath of chanting, like has helped me to calm the mind in those situations. So that's a really, really huge one. I mean, one, the emphasis on the breath and I like that you are pointing to this and I wanna ask you about your sacred Reiki chants. Um, This is a good segue for that. But I think a lot of times people come out of class and they do kind of just focus on the hands-on aspect. And they may believe that that's like the primary focus of the practice itself. So I'm really glad that you um, point out how much just reciting the Gokai or chanting can support us just sitting with ourselves and that being a huge part of the practice. But let's talk about that. So the Reiki, um, sacred Reiki chants that you've created, one, if people aren't used to chanting, you've created these guided journeys where people can follow along, they don't have to try to figure it out. And there's so much beauty in guided journeys anyway, because we don't have to overthink it, we can just go deep into the experience. But can you share what this is? What is it that we're chanting and what inspired creating this for you? Yeah, um, the album is um, four guided um, journeys. Uh, It's four tracks, one for each of the Reiki symbols. And um, they're each like about 10 to 11 minutes long. So you can listen to the mantras. Um, You can also like, like, just play them on loop sometimes in your space so that the energy of your space is being uplifted and cleared. Um, You can chant along with the mantras. I've specifically created it so that you can um, take a deep inhale in between each mantra and then on the exhale you chant and um, you feel that vibration like moving through your body. And so it's really helpful in that way. Um, And then I'm hoping that people will also use it in trainings and at Reiki circles. Um, You know, I've tried to make it as like um, soothing, you know, and really um, have some uh, very talented musicians on board for the project so that it's something that like, you know, you can easily like fall asleep to or, um, you know, use in a public training and, so I'm excited to see how people can feel the vibration of the symbols as they chant along. And um, I'm excited to see how that uh, will influence like how their interactions are with other people or um, outside of the chanting, because 
Um, I, I really feel like when you develop that relationship with the symbols, it just becomes a part of you. And then you can't like separate yourself from the symbol. It, it's, it, it leaves an imprint on you. And um, that's going to have an effect on you know, how you show up in the world. So I'm excited to see how people um, can relate to the symbols after chanting with them. Yeah, I think that's such a gift because, again, a lot of people are, are taught how to work with them in a very externalized way. But with what you've created, we really get an opportunity to go into that embodiment of these energies and seeing how they support us. So I should say for everyone, I've done your meditations. I have access to the um, sacred Reiki chants and two things came to mind. One, just sitting in a meditative state and listening, like I wasn't actually chanting, but just listening to it, I could feel the expansiveness and like that activation of connection to the symbol, just like you said. But because that was my experience, I also thought like, this is absolutely something I would want to implement in Reiki level two to help people go into deep connection with, um, the vibration of these symbols, and then maybe journaling afterwards what experience they had. So I think it's a really beautiful tool um, to support us in a variety of ways, you know, but or even more so opening up for people how <laughs> to work with these energies. And they're so much more than just like pretty little symbol on a piece of paper, right? So before we go on, because I have other questions to ask you, where can people access this yeah, so it's it's on the shop. Um, if you just go to prita-shahealing.com and the shop tab, um, the guided meditation album is there. And um, really looking forward to just hearing how people um, work with the symbols and work with the chant, but also like how that influences their um, you know interactions with the world. Yeah. Okay. So that that's two separate things. I just want to make sure people are clear because you have the sacred Reiki chants and those are great for, you know, practitioners, but you do also have a guided meditation album. So what does that really focus on? And is that more universal? Like even if people aren't necessarily Reiki practitioners, what did we get with the guided um, meditation album? Yeah, the meditation album is um, a list of um, like there's uh, seven tracks for the seven chakras and um, it's it's filled with affirmations. So if you're someone that likes to listen to affirmations or to just like kind of whisper affirmations to yourself, um, that'll help you to um, it, it, it's like you have a partner that's practicing with you. And so it's a recording of um, affirmations for each of the seven chakras. Yeah. And again, I would say, you know, like those types of things, even because sometimes people listen to the show and they're just curious about energy work. And a lot of these different tools, even if you're not attuned to Reiki, they can really support you in your um, entering your process of um, experience even. That's one of the reasons I love the meditations and guided journeys because they give us that firsthand experience of what this is all about. So go to paritashahealing.com. You can find um, her store there. Of course, the links will be down in the show description. But I wanted to go back to you and your practice for a second. Um, just because, you know, you did mention that in this time, this year, 
you did, you know, pivot with the business in some ways, you emphasized working with some things and you've created Reiki circles now, um, really supporting practitioners in all of these different ways. But how did it change your practice? I mean, with how things shut down last year and going into these spaces of seclusion for a little bit where we couldn't even interact, like did anything erupt for you in that space? And did it make you go deeper into your practice? Did you step away? Like, what was that process like for you? Yeah, it was a really interesting, like almost like experiment. And, uh, um, you know, a lot of lessons are coming through. Um, thankfully, I had a lot of the tools, you know, I had known about meditation and Reiki, journaling, you know, exercise, yoga, and, and, and so many things. And so I was able to use those. Um, but then there were also times when, again, like I said before, it just felt like nothing was working. Um, and I think that helps us to create like a softening and helps us to like really surrender in those times and just realize that like healing is not about necessarily fixing, but it's about allowing. And, and sometimes it's okay if um, these practices are just helping you to stay afloat, like that's better than nothing. And um, it doesn't always have to mean that you're just going to be happy or balanced and you're never going to um, like let any emotions show. It, it just means that you're allowing yourself to release a little bit at a time and you're processing. Um, but it was interesting how I, I um, you know, I felt like exercise was a big part that helped me um, through this time. And um, so realizing that like we have to tend to the physical vessel as much as we are tending to the mind and the heart and the spirit. Um, so it was like really important to just continue eating like nourishing foods and um, moving energy through exercise. Um, and, and not just hoping that meditation and Reiki will do that for us. And, and I think us Reiki practitioners are um, very much realizing that we have to tend to the physical vessel. No, that's really, really true. And also it's a great reminder too that it's like our overall well-being because some people are just more inclined to say to work on their physicality and kind of not focus on anything else. And then there's some people who fall in love with the energy work and that becomes their centralized focus, but they forget about the other aspects. So it is very important for all of us to have that awareness of like our entire system, our entire being, nurturing ourselves, mind, body, energy, spirit, all of this. But you know, you remind me as well this year, because it was very um, unpredictable, I would say. My experience this year was so unpredictable that it gave me a deeper appreciation for all of these tools and practices that you're talking about, because that is what helped me maintain some balance. And like, no, it wasn't perfect. And no, it wasn't like doing cartwheels every day, but I knew these practices are what helped me stay resilient through a lot of what was challenging in this year. So I hope that um, people listening really get that to have that gentleness with, for themselves. And knowing like if nothing else, you mentioned like a few minutes ago, just like a little bit at a time, <laughs> like even if you just feel a little better than you did before, even if it's not 100%, it's still better than before. So really trusting which 
practices you feel called to at any time and noticing the support you need. So I wanna go back to, again, um, you mentioned in the beginning the importance that you recognized of community work. And especially in these times, you know, a lot of people feeling isolated or a lot of practitioners not having other people in their life that practice these things. So these communities that we develop are so important to help us feel supported in our process. And I know that you said that you created um, a Reiki circle that meets monthly. So can you talk a little bit about that? And is it in person? Is it online? Who can attend? <laughs> what happens in this group? Yeah, so um, the Reiki circle, it really came out of this need for, um, you know, more conversations. Um, and it's very much like inspired by um, how much I've learned just from this podcast and like relating to people who have showed up on this podcast um, and the different circles that I've attended and like realizing that um, when you connect with people, you connect with their challenges and how they're overcoming things. I think it inspires a sense of like non-judgment and compassion. Um, and, and so it's, I'm realizing that these discussions are really important, whether it's on a podcast or like a gathering or some other way, you know, even a Facebook group, it can be a, a sense of connection for so many people. And, um, so, so it is a monthly Reiki circle that happens virtually and um, you can join, um, you know, just purchase like a la carte or you can also get free access to it if you're in the Activate Reiki program. And that's um, a program I created last year thanks to the pandemic. Um, it, it includes 21 guided journeys for Reiki practitioners. So it has access to the traditional meditations like Joshin Kokuho, Seishin Toitsu, Nintatsuo, but then it also includes access to some more new age practices like um, uh, crystal clearing and blessing your water with Reiki um, and, and some more Eastern practices um, like chakra clearing, um, cord cutting. And so there's 21 different practices. There's guided audio journeys to experience, but then there's also illustrated um, PDFs to kind of help with the visual learners. And um, so that is something that you can access at your own pace. It's, it's recorded and you have access to it forever, you know, once you sign up. And um, if you join the program, you have access to the monthly Reiki circles. So it, it's, and it's basically for anyone that has trained in Reiki one, two, or three. So if you've even just gotten your Reiki one attunement, um, you know, it's a good place for you to continue with your practice. And um, so, so listeners can get free access to the five-day challenge. It's called the Empower the Reiki Healer Challenge. And um, there's it, like basically by signing up, you'll get access to some trainings on how to do like bison scanning. Um, the pre you can work with the precepts, um, Joshin Kokuho. So there's some like fun challenges and um, training and there's like a course community. Um, so I'm really glad that we were able to create that with this program. And then like also bring it to the Reiki circle. Yeah, no, that's beautiful. And 
it's one of the things I love so much. I really, I've gravitated a lot towards the group work and community because on one hand, I love it because people have an opportunity to feel seen and heard. <laughs> and especially um, during these processes of transformation, I mean, it, it does help a lot to feel the support of people who understand, but also a lot of times to hear what other people are sharing in these type of group communities, because it does help people recognize like they're not alone. I mean, you mentioned it even in the beginning, like you started to realize like, oh, I'm not the only one going through X, Y, Z. And these are some things that help someone get through it. So yeah, I think the communal apps aspect is humongous, but I really love um, that you've created this Activate Reiki as well, because a lot of people, again, not only do a lot of practitioners wonder what to do after class, but there's so many layers to Reiki. And sometimes people will take a class and then just stop and they think that's all there was. But I highly recommend that people continue <laughs> to educate and inform themselves even beyond class, like partially through your practice, but also learning from others. So the Activate Your Reiki is a program, but there's also that five-day challenge that they can access for free that will give you kind of a taste of what this is about. And all of this is on paritashahealing.com, right? Yes. Yeah. yeah. So you can access the free five-day challenge there. And uh, uh, it, it really is exactly a taste of the Activate Reiki program. So I, I'm excited to connect with some of the listeners there. Yeah. Okay, well, one other thing um, that I have to talk about as it relates to you, because again, um, I have thankfully had an opportunity to know you for years and have been watching your journey evolve. And one of the things I'm so thankful for that you do, I mean, you really are helping the Reiki community as a whole in a lot of ways, probably more than you realize. And not just through this content that you've created in the last year, but for those of you who may be new to Perita's work, she has also been writing articles and blogs about this work. And it's so important to get that out there because it does help to inform people, to help people have more of an understanding about what Reiki is, what energy work is, why this stuff matters, how practical it can be, how it can really be implemented into everyday life. And so I'm just going to you know, say I have to like bragging a little bit because I'm so proud. But she has written articles for Thrive Global, Elephant Journal, Well Good, Chopra Center, and more. I mean, you've yeah. written articles all over the place and it excites me every time when you publish something new. So I just want to um, ask if you can share with everyone what inspired you to you know, share in this way and where else can people get access to all of the beautiful writing that you provide? Yeah, thank you so much. Thank you for, um, you know, being so encouraging of the entire community. And it really creates a spirit that I think all of us, um, for, we enjoy, but then it, it inspires something in us to be as collaborative with other people. And um, so, so I really always appreciated that about you. And um, so it, I felt inspired from um, just knowing that I, th I think like having these reminders through blog posts and social media, like, again, it, it inspires us to go deeper into our practice. So um, 
you know, to this day, I still see uh, reminders about why meditation is beneficial. And even though I've been meditating for so many years, but um, some, some lessons just kind of um, come back to us. We understand them on a deeper level uh, when we hear it from like another person or in another way, or sometimes it's the same message that we've heard a thousand times, but like it just is exactly what we needed to hear in that moment. Um, and then also uh, there's a lot of things that we're just not able to communicate in a one day training or even a three day training. And um, sometimes the trainings are really good at teaching us the tools and the history of Reiki, like here are the meditations, but there's so much more to be discussed. Like um, what are the challenges we're facing? How are we overcoming it? Um, like, how are we showing up for our practice rather than what are we doing? Um, and, and so those are the kinds of conversations that I'm trying to bring through the content. But where can we find all of this? Because again, I mean, you have so many beautiful articles. Where's the best place if people want to scroll through and just see like some of the titles, what may resonate with where they're at right now? Yeah, so on the website, Purito Shah Healing, uh, if you go to the blog tab, you can see um, that I write not just about Reiki, but also a lot about chakras and meditation and mindfulness. And um, they can also just find me on Facebook or Instagram at Purita Shah Healing. And I try to uh, keep people uh, updated over there about what I'm writing about and, you know, where to find uh, the content. Yeah. And, you know, again, I just thank you so much like just as a member of the community as a whole for doing all that you do to really like share and help support people because you know I always think that's people ask me like why I started the podcast it was the same inspiration like there wasn't much available to support me after class and thinking like oh well someone else may be going through these things and what else can we start talking about and again that whole community aspect but Aside from all of this beautiful content, you do teach Reiki, you teach Reiki, and I know that you offer sessions, and a lot has happened, you know, through the year, but where are you at right now? So if people want to work with you and come to a Reiki class or just have a Reiki session with you, is it only in New York, or can they work with you remotely? Yeah, so I am seeing clients both in New York City and also virtually, um, and I am teaching Reiki 1, 2, and 3 trainings uh, in person in New York, and then um, there's the Activate Reiki course, which is online, doesn't include an attunement, but um, it's ongoing practice, and uh, it includes a lot of meditations that I learned in Reiki 1 and 2. Yeah, so you have something available I obviously, I mean, the Reiki classes, which I can't wait to get back to teaching Reiki. And, you know, people ask, and I'm like, it's the only thing I teach only in person. And so I don't have dates for that. But it's great that you have, you know, the class that practitioners can use now, and just go into go deeper and deeper into your practices, which I love so much. So I want to ask you before you go, Parita, um, because I know that you have learned a lot through your journey, like over the years, but even so much amplified throughout this year. What recommendation do you have for people who, not just starting out, but practitioners that may have year, learned years ago, but just have maybe gotten a little discouraged about 
what do I do in my practice? Like, I don't know how to do this alone. And while you have a lot of resources, any suggestions for them? Yeah, I, I think, you know, the universe is always sending us messages and always guiding us. Um, and so we're constantly being reminded of why we need to practice. And I think we also receive messages around what to practice. And, and sometimes we are reminded that our mind is way too loud and we need to practice meditation or practice, um, you know, not taking every thought so seriously. And then other times we're reminded to go back to gratitude, such a simple practice, but um, really feel into the feeling of it, uh, of gratitude and appreciation. And, um, you know, if you were inspired today by chanting, you know, you might want to explore that or, um, you know, hands on healing, even if you've been doing it for years, um, we can all approach it in a different way with like a beginner's mindset and, um, and just like reconnect with the practice um, by, by giving ourselves like another chance and, and letting go of the expectations of what this practice is going to do for us, but just allowing ourselves to show up and um, explore like, okay, like, let's just see what happens as I place my hands on my feet. No, totally. And I think that's one of the best recommendations for all of us is to always keep that beginner's mind because you know, like, don't become too rigid in your practice or what you think, you know, that openness is what helps you go deeper into your understanding. And yeah, your practice itself, like sitting and doing the work is huge. But also being open to knowing you can learn from other people. And there may be other ways or there may be other ideas that spark you and go like, Oh, my gosh, I finally get this one thing now. So that openness is huge. But I also want to say, um, to encourage Reiki teachers as well. Because a lot of people think that, you know, once they've done master level or they're teaching, like maybe they're supposed to know it all. But no matter where you are in your process, that openness matters. And continuing to being open to say like, oh, maybe there are more layers to this and I can keep going deeper with myself. All of it's so, so important. So I'm glad that you highlight that, Parita. So I do want to thank you so much for coming to share again. It has been amazing watching you evolve on this journey and very, very thankful for all the beautiful content that you are sharing to support the community as a whole. For everyone listening, just as a reminder, you can go to paritashahealing.com. I will, of course, put the links to contact you, connect with you down in the show description and her social media is easy. Facebook or Instagram, it's all Parita Shah Healing. So before, be sure to follow her and check her out. So thank you so much for sharing your work with us today, love. Yeah, thank you so much for having me. And uh, thank you for inspiring this path for me. Um, and I'm just so grateful for all that you put out and uh, the community that you have through Patreon. Um, and yeah, a lot of your work really inspires me to, um, you know, continue the conversation through my own work. So, um, thank you for having me. Yeah. And hopefully it keeps growing. Hopefully you just inspired some more and people will keep sharing and we just keep growing. So thank you, love. And everyone else will see you next week. Bye for now. Okay, everyone. I want to thank you so much again for being here, for tuning into Reiki Radio. 
I hope you enjoyed this conversation with Parita and I. And if you want to learn more about her work, if you would like to join her uh, Reiki circle or get any of the classes that she provides, be sure to go to her website, paritashawhealing.com. And the links for connecting with her is down in the description. So be sure to check that out. And again, she has plenty of blogs and articles, just so much beautiful content to support you on your path. Now, if you did enjoy the show or you enjoy any of the episodes of Reiki Radio, I really appreciate you sharing this work with your community, because just like we discussed, you know, it's very important that we continue to share. We learn and grow and exchange. So share this with others if you feel that it has benefited you in any way. And I thank you so very much for being here. Be sure to go to my website, sign up for my newsletter at theenergeticalchemist.com. And I will see you next week. Remember to always journey in love.